It's time to start thriving. Start thriving. Let's thrive. Let's thrive. The more you know about your body, the better you can take care of it. It's time to take charge of your health. Here we are. So we're going to roll with that. Broadcasting to the Thrive Life community. So we're going to kind of dive into some of those ideas today. From the ACU of Texas studios, let's thrive. I want to empower you to make that decision. This is Thrive Life Radio with your host, Amy Robison. Good morning, Thrive Life community. Glad to be back with you today. As always, we have a great show. Veronique Eberhart of Joyous Living is back with us today. And we are talking what in the world our chakras. That's what we're talking about. Yes. So hang out with us today. We have a whole bunch of stuff to go over. So if you're wondering what in the world that is, is there anything to that? Is it just a woo-woo weird thing? (laughs) As we like to say, you have to stay on Stay tuned in with us so we can tell you exactly what that means. So as always, thanks for joining me live from the ACU of Texas studios here on Vinyl Draft Radio. Of course, you can listen in on VinylDraftRadio.com, tune in app, or just ask Alexa or Google to play Vinyl Draft Radio. Good morning to all of you listening in on Facebook and I-45 now. Just a reminder, we only show the first segment on Facebook Live, so we'd love for you to transition over to the radio after the first segment. So go ahead and pull up Vinyl Draft radio.com and get it ready to roll so you can hop on over. Before I get started, just a quick shout out to Lou and Gore from Barbershop Talk on Mondays at 9 a.m. Your answer is yes. I'm just going to leave that hanging out there. <laughs> That's very so, so I'm testing to see if they're listening to the show because they totally busted me and they asked the question on their show and I had no idea what th- I didn't know that they did that and so I kind of got busted for not listening to their show. <laughs> So now I'm going to test them back and see if they're listening. So we'll, 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 see what, we'll see what happens. So I am your host, Amy Robison, nutrition consultant and owner of My Life Delicious. And I want to know how ready are you to make a change and take charge of your life? Here's Amy with this week's Five. Let's Thrive. Thrive in Five. This is your five-minute health spot of the week for tips, tricks, and resources. This week is all about breathing. So last week we talked about sleep and why you should or should not be getting sleep. So I should have had you on last week, Bernie, yes. so you could talk about your little your sleep, you know, trial that you're doing, your sleep experiment. <laughs> so, but we're going to talk about breath today because breathing is really important, and most people actually do not breathe properly. I am completely one of those people. I catch myself not breathing right all of the time. So I kind of want to talk a little bit about what that means. Cause you might be saying to yourself, what are you talking about? I don't breathe right. I breathe all day long. So I must be breathing properly. But when we don't breathe properly, and I'm going to explain what that means, it actually does hurt our health amazingly enough in many different ways. So a really good book, if you want to kind of dive into this a little bit more after I kind of go through the um, our little five-minute segment here, is called Breathe by Dr. Belisa Branich. It's absolutely fabulous. Her ex- explanations of why and how and all of those things are great. And I love it so much that I've actually pulled some of the tips from her really good TED Talk. So if you're interested in that, you could just swing over. She has like a 10-minute TED Talk talking about this. It's really great. She does an ex- excellent job of explaining it. So What I want to do to start out is just do a little exercise. So wherever you are, even if you're driving, you can do this. Sit up nice and straight. Let those shoulders come down a little bit. What I want you to do is just take a nice deep breath in all the way in. And then I want you to just let it out. And what I want you to kind of notice is what part of your body moved when you did that. Did your shoulders come up? Did your chest, upper chest expand? Was your diaphragm expanding? Was your belly expanding? I have something totally inappropriate I could say right now, but I won't. Please don't. (laughs) 
was in the middle of a really good exercise, getting people tuned in. <laughs> That's totally okay. So what I want you to think about is what actually did move. Again, did you get a little taller? Did you feel like you kind of expanded your neck up a little bit? So when we're little, we breathe from the diaphragm belly area very naturally. You can watch your toddlers, watch your dogs and cats. They naturally breathe this way. As we get older, we start breathing basically with our shoulders and the upper part of our chest. You know, so why is this a problem? Well, let me tell you a few reasons why this is a problem. When you're breathing from that area in the upper chest and the shoulders, so the shoulders are coming up, think about how many breaths you take in a day. There's a lot. So if you're constantly bringing those shoulders up all day long, what's happening? You're probably gonna have some shoulder and neck problems. They're gonna be really tight. You may get some winging of the scapulas in the back, may get that kind of shoulders being rolled in. All of that can actually happen, not just from sitting at your desk all day, but from actually not breathing properly and breathing from the shoulders in the upper part of the chest. So. Another thing that happens is we're only using the top part of the lungs and we're not taking the bottom part of the lungs. And so what happens here is that we're actually taking really short, shallow breaths. So we're not taking in very much oxygen. If you notice that you breathe really shallow because most people actually do breathe really shallow because we're breathing from the upper part of the chest, that's not really getting all that wonderful oxygen into the body and oxygenating the blood and helping improve your circulation and moving of nutrients and all those wonderful things that happen. So we're breathing, we're not getting enough oxygen in when you're breathing from the upper part. Another thing, the vagus nerve, one of my absolute favorite things because I love the nervous system. This is all so called the wandering nerve. So it's literally connected to all parts of the body. It is just an absolutely cool thing. So it goes throughout the body. And when you breathe in what um, Dr. Randish calls is vertically. So when you're kind of lifting up and getting taller, you're breathing vertically. And that's actually incorrect. We want to breathe horizontally. So when we do that, you're actually telling the vagus nerve that you're in fight or flight. So if you're breathing that way all day long, long, you're in that fight or flight mode, even though you may not, you know, consciously be feeling really stressed out, you're telling your body you're in fight or flight, it's pumping out more cortisol. And that's not what we want. Cortisol, yes, is extremely important, but we don't want it pumping all day long. So when you're breathing really shadow and vertically like that, what you're doing is telling your body to get ready to run. So we absolutely don't want that. Um, it also affects your sleep. Of course, it affects your back, neck, and shoulders. It can affect your memory. It can increase anxiety. It affects the pelvic floor. It affects your immune system. It affects your adrenals and the acidity in the body. So lots of different things can be affected by us not breathing properly. So why did we stop breathing this way? Well, she says kind of between the ages of five and 10 is when this happens. So number one, we're in school, we're sitting at a desk all day long, we're hunched over. So we start breathing differently because of our posture. Number two, think about when you first start going to the doctor when you're little, where do they put the stethoscope? They put it on the upper part of your chest. So when they say, take a deep breath, so you breathe into where the stethoscope, stethoscope is instead of just breathing naturally. So these little things start changing the way we think about our breath and it takes us out of what is normal and into this kind of new normal, which is that upper chest breathing, the shoulders, the neck, and all of that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. So we want to start getting away from that because of course it affects all the things that I just went over. Another thing for you ladies out there is that we suck in our bellies. So when we suck in our bellies, no, this does not help you strengthen your core, but what it does is it takes away that diaphragmatic breath, which is what is so important. We're going to talk about that in a minute. And it causes you to breathe shallow and it causes you to breathe from the chest, which is everything that we don't want. So ladies, just let it hang out. 
<laughs> but I, I can tell you, I catch myself doing this all the time. When I'm sitting down, I breathe pretty naturally from that diaphragm, from that belly. But if I'm standing up, I always notice myself sucking in and not and breathing more from the chest. So it's something that does take a little bit of time to sort of remind your body how you're supposed to breathe. So if you don't do this right off the bat, it's completely okay. So when you breathe in a more natural way, the diaphragm, which is kind of goes across underneath both of the lungs, it should move up. The lower part of the rib cage should expand horizontally and kind of come out. And you should have some movement from the belly. You're not pooching the whole belly out. You should just have some movement from the belly. So um, on the inhale, your lower rib should expand. And on your exhale, they should fall back. So how do you fix this? So let's do another little exercise real quick. So I want you to sit up straight. If you're not, I don't want you to do this if you're driving, because number one, I'm going to tell you to put your hands on your belly and your lower rib cage. And number two, I'm going to have you do a couple of deep breaths and this can make you a little bit of lightheaded. So I don't want you to do this and then crash into someone and blame um, Thrive Life Radio. So <laughs> sit up straight, put your hands in your lower belly and um, rib and lower rib cage. And then I want you to do kind of an exaggerated breath in. So really breathe in and let the belly pooch out. So you're going to breathe in and let that belly come out and then exhale and let the belly fall all the way back. And when you exhale, I want you to push beyond what feels normal. So really push all the air out and you'll realize how shallow you're breathing by how much more air you can express on that exhale. So you're going to do that a couple times, breathing in and then breathing out. And then I want you to just kind of breathe more normally, but allow the diaphragm to start doing some of the work. Now, this is obviously not something that's going to just naturally take over. I've been working on this for a long time, and I'm still <laughs> having issues with it, obviously. So it's something that you kind of need to practice. And I want you to remember that, you know, breath is part of life. So you want to give yourself a little bit of love with this. So I know this is something that, Veronique, you use in your practice. So what are some of the things that you <clears throat> remind yourself about breathing? <clears throat> well, first of all, that's fascinating what you said. And I'd like to tell people, if you go on Joyous Living, my website, mm -hmm. that's the first part of my tips for my free gift. Yes. Yes. Because it's not only very important for health. You're a health coach. I'm an emotional coach. It's very important for all what we're going to talk today about the emotional and energetic body as yes. well. Um, I said in one of the interviews before that I've been, um, I'm an opera trained singer, classical singer, opera trained, and I sang on stage for over 20 years. I and still, she just sang recently and it was absolutely beautiful. I, I still do, yes. <laughs> I just uh, did um, uh, Bach Cantata uh, on stage not too long ago, so I still sing uh, once in a while, but more like for the fun and the joy and the health mm -hmm. of it now, because it's extremely healthy to sing and to breathe. So I've been teaching breathing particularly to women, but to groups, to choirs, to uh, students for over 20 years. Everything you said is perfectly top on. Like Yay! it's very spot, spot on, <laughs> we say spot on. And it's so important. One of the things I've found is the most disturbingly difficult for women is this idea that we have to erase our body and erase our belly yes. and suck it in. This yes. is so much, this is so negative. Mm -hmm. I had women like, uh, just like, but I cannot bring my belly out. Yeah. Or for men, we ha they, are, they have a body which is so toned that they can't, the body doesn't breathe anymore. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. It, it doesn't breathe. And uh, classical singers, for example, are not known to have the best body for, for some good reason. I mean, you can have a good body, but if it's overtoned, the voice gets tight, everything mm. gets tight. The, the, the voice, which is a vibration, doesn't, the, the breath doesn't flow and the voice doesn't come out and it's coming out very tense and, uh, and very ugly. So we don't mm. want that. So that's, uh, and breathing is fundamental to life. Absolutely. It's fundamental also to all um, transformational work. Yeah. That's the first thing we do. Take a big breath. Yep. So that's what I say. Go on joyousliving.me and take your free gift. You're going to have a diagram. Uh, so picture a little guy with the belly out and the belly in. And you're going to have tips and you're go even going to have all the reason why breathing is good. Everything Amy said is in there. So really amazing stuff there. Yes, I, I love that. I love, and I love that you had a free gift for for everybody to go to. That worked out so perfectly. We yes. didn't even discuss this ahead of time. That's no, just no, so and amazing. The, yeah, and there is other tips on this free gift, but that's the first thing. Let's mm -hmm. just breathe. Yes, I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. We just need to breathe and start breathing properly. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it is part of life. So when we come back, we're going to talk about you know how what in the world is a chakra and Absolutely. why do we need to know about it with Veronique. Okay. Listen to previous episodes in our audio archives. Connect with us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. You won't want to miss what's next. This is Thrive Life Radio with Amy Robinson. Welcome back to Thrive Life Radio. So glad to be with you all this morning, of course. So we're heading through the end of April. I can't even believe we're halfway through the month. I don't I don't understand what's happening here. But I am your host, Amy Robinson. Glad to be here. And Veronique is back on the show today. We just had a great conversation about sleep. Or I mean about sleep. <laughs> really? I went back to last week. We we're talking about breathing. <laughs> Maybe I need a little extra sleep this morning. That's why it's on my mind. But we had a great conversation about breathing and breath work and why breathing is so important, just mm -hmm. regular everyday breathing and how we're mostly not doing it right. So this is a, kind of a perfect segue actually into our main topic for the day, which is chakras. So you may be thinking, what are you talking about? <laughs> what does this have to do with health and wellness? Is this just some weird woo-woo thing? And I want to tell you that it's not. You know, a lot of what we do, you know, our bodies, everything, the way it works is all about energy. And so the chakras is really kind of pinpointing different areas of energy. And Veronique is going to talk about this. I have some, like, introduction to chakras, so I'm, I'm familiar with what they are. But I can absolutely not explain it as eloquently as she is going to explain it to you today. So... I think kind of the first basic thing for people who are listening out here who are completely unfamiliar that, with this is what are chakras? Well, chakras are energetic centers. That's the way to put it. Uh, of course, um, I'm not looking at that on the religious and, uh, right. you know, they, you have a religious and spiritual component, but it's coming from Eastern uh, wisdom and medicine. And we use it now. We can appropriate it. We have appropriated it uh, in our Western world in a way that fits us. But uh, for the simplicity and the sake of these mornings, it's really we have to think about it as energetic center. What it means, it's, uh, it's a, Sanskrit, a Sanskrit word that literally means wheel. So you have to, yeah, you have to think about those energetic center, and we're going to go through them as uh, spinning wheels. And uh, starting at the root, starting way down uh, on the um, on the root chakra at, at the, the lower part of the 
uh, get the perineum. Yes, yeah. and uh, I would call that the colon um, and um, the spinal cord. And it's coming up from there, up, 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 up to the crown chakra, which on top of, of uh, the head. And each of those chakras have a different function. They appear in the body. Something that I learned really recently, it appears in the body at different stage of our development. Hmm. Yeah. I so did not we, know we that. are not born with all our chakras. Really? We are born into our first chakra, which is our body. So the whole mm -hmm. body, everything which is uh, grounding the body, the first body is the first chakras. And what I do as a coach is I uh, also I use the chakras as a diagnostic because it's very when we see where the where the energy, which energy center is being um wounded then we see what's happening in the life of the people so i look at the life of the people people come with problem and say um i have problem of safety i don't trust people i don't i have uh, this kind of problem i say oh what happened in your youth mm -hmm. what happened because these are typical problem of the first chakra or the first energetic center but before we go into the detail of what is happening in each chakra i would like to just um uh, we had an experience in breathing earlier i'd like to get you uh, and good the listener uh, to um, have an experience of where the chakras are is that okay yes that so sounds perfect again if you're driving you might want to listen to this interview a bit later back but you know <laughs> you can listen now just yeah. keep your eyes on the road yes no this is great getting you again we talk about tuning into the body and starting to you know feel what's going on in the body so I think this is absolutely perfect yes, yes let's do it so let's first of all um, take a big breath <laughs> remember where to breathe from there the diaphragm. There is no getting around it. <laughs> and bring bring your attention to the base of your spine, your tailbone, and imagine a bright spinning red light at the at the base of your spine. Feel it pulsing and rotating with your breath. And sit with that for a moment. And not anybody will have the same experience. I understand that some people are going to say, oh, my goodness, it's the first time I hear about that. It's too much for me. That's okay. Just be curious. Be open that you might learn something actually life-changing. But, you know, and if you don't, oh, it's just a few minutes of your time. So <laughs> no much. <laughs> I love <wrong>. it. <laughs> so the first chakra, the, the, the base of the spine, your tailbone, imagine, imagine a bright spinning red light. Feel it pulsing and rotating. Then move your attention up your spine to the area a couple of inches below your belly button. This is the sacral chakra, the second chakra. Feel it, feel the warmth of the bright orange spinning light. Again, notice how it moves with your breath. So we are on the sacral chakra there. Then move your attention up your spine to the area a couple of inches below your belly button and feel the warmth of bright orange. Oh, sorry, so that's the second chakra. So we guide your attention further to a couple of inches above your belly button. Sorry. And this one you're probably familiar with this area because um, when you feel strong emotions like love or fear, you likely feel it there. So notice how you can sense the intense yellow light rotating in that spot. So this one is the solar plexus chakra. It's above the navel point. And then we keep coming up. Bring your attention further to the center of your chest where your heart is. 
And this area harnesses a bright green light. When you're touched or move, you might instinctively place your hand over this spot. So connect with that area right now. This is your heart chakra. Then bring your attention to your throat, the deep in between your collarbone. Imagine a bright blue line spinning in this area. You might feel the urge to swallow or clear your throat as you think of it. Then you can move your attention to the space on your forehead between your eyebrow. This is your third eye. And this is actually, by the way, what we call the pineal gland is there. We didn't know, 5,000 years ago, we didn't have a name for, for that spot, but now we do. This area holds a deep indigo rotating light. Imagine yourself becoming wiser as it spins and become brighter. And then finally, um, so the, the sixth chakra is the third eye chakra, and then we go to the crown chakra. So shift your attention to the very top of your head and imagine vibrant spinning violet light that shines right out of the top of your body. And the light connects you to the universe. Feel the peace that comes with noticing this light. So these are all the, the, the seven chakra and where they are in the body. And a lot of us, we are really connected to, we know about the third eye, or we know about the crown chakra because it's very spiritual. We, we, a lot of the time the chakras are used in spirituality to opening and awareness and all these beautiful things and uh, being connected to the universe, to the divine, to whatever we want to call it. <clears throat> but in my business as a coach, I mostly work with the lower chakra. Yes, that root, getting people, getting you grounded. Yeah. Getting grounded, getting people to actually do something, mm -hmm. which is, uh, which is uh, spelled out as manifesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting people out of fight or flight, mm -hmm. getting people out of fear, guilt and shame yeah. and grieving. And I've, I just gave there the, the emotion of the first four chakra, fear being the first, uh, guilt the second. Um, shame, the third mm -hmm. chakra, and, and grieving, the heart, and uh, how we can balance all of those chakras. And the, the, the purpose is when we balance all of the chakra, we get into a state where we actually, human normally functioning, we see what's happening in our life, depend what we, what we manifest, what, what happened in our lives really comes from how grounded we are and how balanced we are in our chakras. Yeah, I think that's such an important point is talking about the balance and, you know, being kind of rooted down. And again, just a matter of starting to pay attention to what's going on in the body and where you're holding some of those emotions, because you will start to notice where you're holding emotion in the body. And that's something that, you know, we both work with as coaches, like, well, when you think about something that happened or something you're going through, where do you feel that in the body? Where is that coming up? And even if it's something joyful and happy, also, where are you feeling that in the body? Yeah. So you can start addressing those things. They're just really good tells that something is, is out of whack. Yeah. 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 So that's why I like to, to, uh, to talk about diagnosis. Mm. That, mm -hmm. uh, this is really why. And uh, people sometimes think, well, you, you, what, what are you? You read my mind. <laughs> oh, I, no, I just see what's happening. I just yeah. see the fear, the, the mistrust, the lack of trust. This is typical. You know, when we are born, we are baby, we are born in our first chakra. Let's come into that because um, some people have been saying, and particularly here, I have this book, if you are. Um, which is a fantastic book on, on the Eastern Western, Eastern body, Western mind from uh, Anodia Judith and fantastic Bible for mm. everybody who is working with the chakras. 
in a Western way. Right. I mean, let's be honest. This is a Western way right. of working with the chakras, okay? Um, we are born in our first... Uh, the first and the second chakras are really fundamental. They are where the grounding, that's what we don't want to see, that's, that's being human, that's being like the first mm -hmm. three chakras. And then the one, two, three, the first, we're going to talk about that. And then we, we have the heart chakra, which is exactly in the middle point between the lower chakra and the heart chakra. That's where we have love and love for others and love for ourselves. So it's a huge chakra to work on. And then we get in the upper chakra, which is all about uh, spirituality and speaking your truth with the fifth mm -hmm. chakra, which is the voice and the earth, third eye, which is intuition. And then the, the seventh chakra, which is your connection to the divine. So it's a map that we can use. You can see it as a map. You can see it as an energetic ecosystem. Mm, so this like may that. be let, less woo-woo than, you know, to, <laughs> but that's, that's a map. So I love to work with what people don't want to look at yeah. because it's really where we, um, uh, that's really where all of our problems are coming from. So the, the first, in the first chakra, we, um, we are born. And then when we are babies, what is it that we can do? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. We are completely <laughs> yeah. dependent. Yeah. Completely dependent from our parents. We have two jobs as baby, and parents have one job is to keep us safe and, and feed us. And as baby, all what we do, what we want is bonding. Mm -hmm. Safety and bonding. So if we've been wounded at that time as baby because our parents maybe were not ready or aware or able to support us and even the best parents you know sometimes uh, at that time maybe 40 50 years ago 60 years ago even 20 or 10 years ago are in a place where they are not able to support the baby's need mm -hmm. then the baby comes with this wounding so there is small woundings and big woundings but anyway so that's where we have our first arrival on earth and we realize because we are energetic body as you said in the beginning wow What's going on with me? And then we, we spend the rest of our life, if we haven't had this sufficient feeling of safety, of security, of being taken care of, we're going to spend the rest of our life looking for security, safety, and being taken care of. Mm, yeah. So that's, and we can see that in people, I said, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. This is where it's coming from. If the body as a child, so the first chakra is being developed between uh, the middle of the pregnancy until, until uh, the first year, until the baby starts to sit and, mm. and it is able to look around and then the second chakra comes in. It starts to have mobility, independence and coming in. And then so the first chakra is absolutely um, basic to the development of our psyche and uh, we need absolutely need to go look into that mud there's yeah. a lot of mud there. Oh, interesting. Um, that's an interesting way to put it. And I love that. I, I just didn't really realize that we were born without all of that development yeah. there. Yeah. And that would yeah. really, but it makes sense because the first thing you need to do is bond and it have bond. safety. And that's a rooting it's survival. Type of thing. It's survival. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. It's just, it's such a good picture. Yeah. I think, I yeah. think it's such a great picture. So mud. That's a really interesting. So when we come back in just a minute, we're going to find out what the mud of the second <laughs> chakra really is with Veronique. Be right back on Thrive Life. Hear what's next. N next. Right. This is Thrive Life Radio with Amy Robison. Wish you could hear more Thrive Life Radio? You can. Follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe in iTunes, and Google Play Music. Every episode, every week.
Welcome back, Thrive Life community. This is Amy Robison, your host, and I have Veronique back with me today. We have had an excellent conversation on breathing. I'm going to say yeah. that right. <laughs> Not sleeping. Not sleeping. <laughs> sleeping was last week, so you can go back to last week's show and watch that. We talked about breathing, and that was a really great transition for us because we're talking about chakras today. So if that word freaks you out a little bit, then I definitely say hang with us and learn a bit more about what this is and see how it can relate to your life. And, yeah. you know, if it resonates with you great if it doesn't you maybe just learn a little something that you can go and chat about with somebody else someday so it's gonna be very cool (laughs) yes exactly so we were kind of transitioning to the second chakra when we went to the break but i do actually have a quick question going back to the first chakra and that is if it's overactive or underactive what does that mean Mm -hmm. and kind of what do you do about that yeah that's a very good question and uh, we need to realize that every chakra is building on each other and um, every chakra is it's building on each other. So if uh, a chakra is deficient or, or excessive, then it's going to bring um, problem into the second chakra, into the third chakra. Okay, I use the word chakra, but you can change that with energetic center if you want, if you're not comfortable with chakra, but I guess it's just you know, easier to say chakra. So an overactive first chakra will call, cause problems like anxiety and uh, jittering. Mm. Um, It happens because fear uh, is based out of the need to survive. So it's really the need to survive. So we become jittery, we become anxiety, we have a lot of anxiety. And there is, uh, that's the, the role of the fear is mm. to keep us alive. Right. And I do believe I was talking with about ADHD yesterday with my son, uh, said, well, this friend of mine is ADHD. Cannot, and I do believe that a lot of our issues we are having with children is uh, it's having this world which is extremely uh, dangerous, it's, it's extremely difficult to maneuver and we are having a fear-based um, feeling and mm-hmm. uh, energetic you know life and then we're getting jittery all the right. time we're getting like uh, what's going to happen to me we feel in danger all the time and this kind of happened very 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 soon some doctor would say like when you are born in a clinic for a baby with the full light you come from the warmth and the darkness of the womb and your c-section is rampant in the united states and then you get out and you get in the light you get like 10 people watching you looking at you it's extremely panicking, mm, mm, extremely yeah. panicking. I didn't even think about that perspective. That perspective, of it. yeah. You know, so that's uh, the, the first chakra. Um, uh, if if it's interactive, frequent daydreaming, people are not there. They're not grounded. Mm-hmm. You know, people appear uh, airheaded, spacey. So mm-hmm. this is a first chakra which is totally undeveloped, mm-hmm. underdeveloped, or and un- not developed. Um, so we need to balance that and we need to connect that. I work with that with entrepreneurs and uh, it's also the, the, um, the need. It's need-based. So it's how much money we need. Mm. If Are we able to support ourselves financially? At the very basic level, it's not about having luxury or anything. It's about do we have basic need covered like a house, uh, a regular paycheck, uh, the car that we need to go back and forth. It's, you know, that's really yeah. the need. And some people are not able to su- to support their own needs. And that's also an issue from, from an interactive uh, first chakra. It's also a lot of people are very spiritual, very creative are uh, su- suppressing the first chakra mm-hmm. because 
because again, it's so much. We are so there. We are in the birth. Right. We are You're in, in the, your in humanity. The blood, in the yeah. humanity. You're in the blood and, and and the flesh of what it is to be a baby and to be born. Mm-hmm. So the first chakra is very important, not only because it's the first chakra, but also because everything is going to be based on how you feel in how how grounded you are. You know, it's really. It's uh, it's the base. How it's gonna feed the rest of of your uh, of your life. So I use personally. I work on uh, chakras using emotional freedom technique tapping, mm-hmm. and and we work on that uh, to rewire to rewire the nervous system. Yeah. Uh, we we go through the birth of the child. Whatever whatever um, wounding has been there, traumas have been there. We work on that with uh, through uh, emotion with, with emotional freedom techniques. Uh, I work with people on the rejection of the body. It's all mm, first yeah. chakra issue: rejection of the body, uh, embodiment, avoidance. Don't want to be who you are. You'd, you'd rather be anybody else, but not yourself. Um, so. Uh, and all like you don't want to be in your body so you are in your mind mm-hmm. it's this talking endlessly uh, yeah, the thinker endless loops. The, yeah. yes the thinker shadow this is what I call the thin- thinker shadow you think and think and think and think because if you go into your body God knows what you're going to mm-hmm. feel yeah and a lot of the time first chakra is fear is the fear of abandonment is a fear so all of that is down there and there are ways to work the way I've been wor- I work with people is with emotional freedom technique and talk and visualization but there are very concrete ways that you can reinforce your first chakra okay go in nature mm, go yes. to Galveston walk on the beach walk in forest be in nature another reason why our population is so depleted in first chakras is that nature is gone gone yeah, we're we, so removed. We yeah. Breathe deeply, breathe down. <laughs> we bring back. <laughs> but I have, I have, like on Sunday, I was like, I, I want to see trees. Let's go to the zoo. I want to see animals. Let's go and walk and, and touch. And this is ground, very grounding. Tai Chi is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yoga and all those yeah. things, of course, all this. Uh, but just go out in nature. So that's really what, what is um, the, the, the first chakra funda- fundamentals, I would say. Yeah. I love that because it's just some basic things you can just go do right now. You don't have to go do any extra work. Just start with getting out and taking a walk somewhere where there are trees Trees. or beach and ocean. Just something where you're in nature. nature. In nature. Being in nature. We we need to be in nature. And we don't need to be in nature all the time. It would be wonderful. But we are (laughs) 21st century dweller. And that's what it is. We all, especially I live in Houston. So, yeah. But (laughs) I have a lot of trees around me and birds singing. And it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, we're not telling you to go live in a cave somewhere. Just, no, that's not just what get outside. <laughs> <laughs> just get outside. Get outside. Be near a tree. <laughs> yeah. So from there we move we move into the second chakra. So the second chakra is the exciting chakra. It's it's uh, it's uh, uh, we we saw earlier it was the orange c- uh, color, but the second chakra is um, it appears as soon as we can sit and look around. Mm. You know, from age six months, or depending on the babies, one year to to two years, the terrible tooth is there. <laughs> when we start, to, we start to separate our, ourselves from our mummy. Mm. We start to. That's when the baby is throwing uh, something on the floor. You're eating and throw the fork or the spoon on the floor and want to make sure and realize, hey, this floor is coming back to me. I'm, there is something outside of my body. 
there is something outside of me. It's not only me and this person or there. So we're starting to to operate, you know, to have this uh, um, work of separation mm. happening. And this needs to be done in a safe way, of course. Okay. We also that's the place where the emotions in there is the guilt because we want we start to want more than the simplest the sim the simple um, the basal needs. Mm. You know, okay. this is the place where as a business owner. Uh, maybe just enough to pay our bills is not enough anymore. Mm -hmm. We want to right, have a lifestyle. Yeah. We want to have more. So that's where we want to, uh, and, and we want to, and we need to accept that we want something. Yeah. Just to say, I, with my client, I speak about, do you want, how much do you want? Mm -hmm. Just the word want is like, <gasps> oh no, I don't, I don't, I don't want. I, <laughs> I just, don't want. I just, just I'm not selfish. Just, I don't want. I'm not yeah. selfish. I'm not. That's the shadow there. Yeah. I'm not selfish. I cannot want. Mm -hmm. You know, yes. I need, and I just want what I need. I don't want to take too much. You know, I don't want to take too much. I don't want to take too much place. And the second chakra again uh, then is sexuality is sensuality but it's not only sexuality in a sexual sense it's also the life force mm -hmm. it's yeah. this arising of the life force it's the the wanting to be outside and the baby is, is going to to come out of this dependency and starting to explore the life mm -hmm. and um, so that's really all in there and as business owner or as people in the world today or as whatever we have to do in our life the second chakra is where we have the excitement we can use this energy this life force energy to build our life yeah. and uh, to uh, to be creative to be uh, excited to be enthusiastic mm. problem is most of a lot of the time we learn that this is not proper right Yes, we're not supposed to want, we're not supposed Children, to... Children, you know, like, don't yeah. show up, don't show <laughs> off. You know, you have these little kids, they're just like, me, 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 mommy, look at me, look at me, look at me. And they said, oh, don't be so, such a show off. If, <laughs> yeah, shut it down. Shut it down. Yeah, it's too shut, much, shut it down. Too much, yeah. shut it down. You're too much. Yeah. And then we suppress all of that. And and we are, uh, that's... Uh, uh, the second chakra is a fantastic, this is, you know, it's uh, uh, the sacral chakra, mm -hmm. which is really uh, under the belly button there. It's sexuality, it's money, it's it's a fantastic creativity center. Yeah, it makes me think also too, just, you know, going back to what we were talking about and breathing and ladies sucking it in, holding in that belly. Absolutely. You're, you're really stagnating that life force. Absolutely. And women have a real, this is a real big issue for yeah. a lot of women because we're, we're just constantly told Absolutely. to kind of shut it down. Absolutely. So sucking that in can, you know, suck in that belly and really just yeah. kind of stagnates that yeah and when the second chakra as a reaction the second chakra could be overreactive mm -hmm. and sometimes we talk about uh, uh being um balanced but you know being re over uh, reactive or under performing but sometimes chakras we can be in in a moment where we are overreactive and uh, you know in another field it's underreactive right. but for example uh, a second sh an a second chakra which is an overdrive is we see addiction mm. we see overeating we want we see hoarding mm. we see all those things are coming from a second chakra or center and a second energetic center which has been has been pushed down or has been and and whatever happened that we have to react to that and yeah. often we react with the opposite attitude, which is right. eating too much like or wanting, wanting, wanting that way, but out of really out of whack, exactly. wanting too much, feeling a need yeah. that yeah. has been uh, taken away, yeah. and uh, so an mm -hmm. enter like um, 
you know, we need to enjoy things that are nourishing. And when the second chakra is not nourishing, it's not working properly. So we enjoy things that are actually hurting us. Mm. They are not nourishing. We have relationships which are hurtful, that are like um, really not not good for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so addiction, obesity, uh, chronic, dating chronic, um, sadistic relationship or whatever it is or or just toxic toxic relationship and um maybe i don't know do we have time to go into what what if we have an underactive second chakra oh yeah so we definitely want to do that we're we're about 20 seconds out here but yeah we definitely want to talk about what the underactive part is so again you can start you know listen and start to identify with some things that might be going Mm -hmm. on for you and so then take the tips as to how to do that so when we come back second chakra underactive what do we do (laughs) For more info on today's show, go to VinylDraftRadio.com. Click links and guests. Vinyl Draft Radio. Welcome back. Welcome back to all my Thrive Life listeners. Glad to be with you today. I can't believe we're entering into our last segment. As always, the time goes super fast. and We have so much information to give you. So we've had a great conversation. Veronique is back with me this week. We are talking about chakras or, you know, energy centers, however you want to say that. Um, so if you're just joining us, you I definitely recommend hopping back on after and we put the replay up so you can listen to everything that we've been talking about because we're really talking talking about kind of the grounding um, chakras here and how important they are. So we've gone through the first chakra, started into the second. So we're going to kind of finish up on the second chakra here because we do both feel that those are the two most important ones to get started with. So we talked a little bit about what happens when we're overactive in the second chakra. So what's going on if we're underactive? Well, when we're underactive in the second chakra, for example, we work and work and work and never enjoy the fruit of our labor. Mm. We uh, we not able we're not able to uh, uh, to have access to joy. Um, so very uh, simple symptom of that include depression, mm, yeah. uh, importance. Did you say that importancy? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, decrease sex drive, decrease uh, lack of passion um, and, and creativity. So those are the things that are happening in the second chakra when the second chakra is uh, deficient. Uh, for business owner, it's very difficult to set your price. It's very difficult to uh, uh, to move forward. It's very difficult to have a business. Mm-hmm. Actually, without the, oh, first yeah. three sh- the first three chakra, it's very difficult to, to grow a business. So, I can absolutely mm-hmm. see that. I yeah. can absolutely see that. And and what I'm saying, I mean, think about the moment when you say, well, I don't know what's going on with me. I have no idea what's going on with me, but it seems that this is always happening to me. I always procrastinate. I always, you know, I have so much to do and I don't know where to start. These are all linked to our energetic ecosystem, which is not balanced. Mm-hmm. And it's not about having a strong, it's, uh, it's having strong chakras, but the, it's about having them balanced. Yeah. So that we want what's healthy for us, what's easy, what's joyful, what's, what's uh, amazing. And then the second chakra, as we said, it's... Um, uh, it's coming up and it's going to feed. Each chakra feeds each other. Okay, so we're coming up and the second, the first chakra is feeding into the second chakra, feeding or depleting, depending mm, on yeah. how the, the, the chakra is, if it's in, in balance. And it's going to, the second is feeding the third chakra, which is the solar plexus um, chakra. And this one is enthusiasm action. We're getting into action. 
Um, and the, the miracle flow, if we want in the third chakra, but it's really about being, um, it's self-esteem, uh, identity, action, enthusiasm, and uh, total respect and, and reverence for the self as a true and sacred person, mm. a true and sacred miracle. So mm. we're getting there, we're getting to, uh, to be a full person. The, the third chakra grows between the age of 18 and four, year, four years of age. So that's really where it's, we're starting to, to have a mind of our own. We're starting 18 months, sorry, not 18 <laughs> years, but 18 months to four years. And the task is to develop autonomy, language, impulse control, holding and letting go. This mm. is really toilet training. Yeah. Holding and letting go. And self-definition. I am a human being. I'm separate from mommy and daddy for good. Mm -hmm. And it's safe. So we right. need to be to be held as, as children in a safe place where we can develop this energetic center. We can grow. Maybe it's a different... People might start to realize, oh... This is all wisdom that we heard all our life. This yep. is nothing more than that. <laughs> yes. It is nothing more it than is. that. Yeah. It is all wisdom. We've heard about the, the terrible truth and we heard about, you know, toilet training and we heard about how we become uh, a full and complete human being and all those things. But when we use it in a more... Uh, in, in a way that is more really precise. And we know when we study the chakra, we really have a diagnostic. We really have a way to see where, how we can improve and how we can balance our lives and how we can make transformation in our life, transform our life. That's really what it is. So in the third chakra, um, we revisit how anger Rise yes. from the second chakra. Mm -hmm. Anger is yeah. a huge thing. It is. We could do a whole, literally a whole hour yeah. on talking about anger. Yeah. And yeah. I love that anger often comes, starting the first chakra. We have rage. Mm -hmm. it's lack of safety, not having everything we need. Then we go into the second chakra. We have outrage where we're starting to be really shocked and we are all about what's going on. It's unfair and things are happening to me. And then we get into the third chakra and we're having courage. Mm. So we go from rage, which is the raw energy, yeah. to, to like just fighting it out. And then in the third chakra, we get into courage. And when we get into the courage, we get into action. We get into the, 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 the stuff of our business, of our work, of our dealing with the, the, the truth of who we are and, uh, and our life. That's mm -hmm. um, so. Mm, we could really do a whole hour on that. <laughs> yes, um, absolutely. Yes. The third chakra also is the gut feeling. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. I mean, that's again, we can relate, uh, all relate to that. So when, when it's balanced, it feels like we have wisdom. Uh, ability to take decision, decisiveness, mm -hmm. and personal power, yeah. and presence. Mm. That's fantastic. You know, when sometimes people come in a room and you feel yeah, the person you can is feel there, their, yes. the person is there, yeah. presence. Yeah. And again, it's very difficult to have a third chakra, the presence in the third chakra, to be balanced and to be in your core. Mm -hmm. This is language we understand. To be in your core, yeah. if the bottom chakras are out of whack. Yep. If you're not safe in your body, if you don't, if you have fear and and uh, anger and all those things are in there, so um, when the, the the when this chakra is overactive, guess what? We're quick to anger. Mm -hmm. We need to control. 
We need, uh, we get greedy, we micromanage, lack of compassion and empathy. Mm-hmm. This is really yep. all of that. This is the third chakra. Yep. And you can completely see all of those things, yep. how they yep. are either being nourished or depleted by those first yep. two chakras. You yep. can see the progression mm-hmm. here. It's great. And then and for you, it's, what is interesting is that um, on the physical level, it uh, might bring t- um, people to digestive issues, imbalance in the internal organs like appendix, pancreas. Mm-hmm. And uh, liver and kidneys. Mm. So it's really yeah. the whole, the, the whole mid, thing, the whole med section. Yeah. So anger is there brewing. Anger yes. and liver are liver. very connected. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So you know, and, and I'm going really fast here to balance the third chakra. We want to open the heart. We're getting into our fourth chakra, which is the heart. We're starting. To, we need to open the heart with love and compassion, mm-hmm. and then it's going to the heart is going to flow down to the third chakra. Yeah. And uh, we we love the third chakra because this is really where we take action yep and as business owner or as again whatever we have to do in our life we need to take action yes yep in order to do you know anything Mm -hmm. to heal from anything Mm -hmm. to move on to progress to you know build your life we Mm -hmm. have to start taking action so taking action the first thing you can do which we talked about and getting that root chakra is getting out in nature so that's your assignment for the next week is to get (laughs) out of nature as we wrap up here this morning I think that's a great place for everyone to start and so I hope you've kind of found yourself in what Veronique has shared with us today. Again, we could talk about this for hours and hours, but we have 10 seconds left. So Veronique, thank you so much. This is a fantastic show. Thank you all for listening. I will see you next week. Have a fabulous day. Amy Robison is owner of My Life Delicious Nutrition Consulting Company. Reach out and learn more at mylifedelicious.com or call 832-875-2358. Thrive Life Radio, a final draft radio production.